No, this is fine. Don't come when I start talking. Sure. They can hear over there. We'll play it back and see what I said. Put it on PA? Will it kind of record to it? No, you gotta. Beebly boop. Bump. Bump. Hello. I'm double. I knew this would happen one of these days. I would just split in two. One of me would be behind me. And then the other me would be in front of the one that was behind me. I don't think we can use this. You want to use it? That's a wild effect. Can you tell? I'll talk very quietly. No, it gets muffled, doesn't it? We don't have to record it. Just put it on PA. It's better. You want to immortalize it? Put another microphone here. And have two tapes going. See? You would. Well, I'll talk loud. Hello, Vancouver. And happy birthday. Art. My name's Gak, and you're in the middle of 24 hours of radio art here on Vancouver's noisy community radio station C. I. T. Your voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM on your radio dial. Broadcasting at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory. From this nest on campus to the lonely man. Or mainland. Lower land main. Lander Mainland. British Columbia. From Squamish to Bellingham, Washington. West across the Salish Sea. And then east into the Fraser Valley. And all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you. And you. And you. And you. Particularly you. Maybe not you. I'm not certain about that. We are on the web, www.citr.ca. I am representing hours 17 and 18 of our annual tradition here at CITR. Long-standing rites of passage commemorated over the decades. Everything began at 6 a.m. this morning. It will continue until the same time tomorrow. You can normally find me Monday evenings on a little show of Exploding Head Movies. Where we try to do similar antics or antiques to this, but we're allowed to live it more about free for here. Give a shout out for the three acts who performed live here. Starting at 7 o'clock, it was Lana Ho. Then at 8 o'clock, we had Andrew Singh of The Nausea, and then Jesse Taylor of In Mirrors. And then over the past hour, we've been listening to Scant in Tone. He curates the concert series Quiet City. A very, very, very important part of the experimental music scene here in Vancouver. Do look up what Quiet City does almost every month. 
in East parts of Vancouver. The people are allowed to make crazy noises, harsh dirges, wonderful ambience, and all the sounds that we would consider unknown. So it was in 1963 when the French artist Robert Fillier, part of the Fluxus movement, which would become important later, declared that one million years ago, hence, no art had existed but a man. Who that man was, it's not important, but he dropped a sponge into water, at which point art was born. So, we celebrate Art's birthday here at CITR. What we do best strange sounds into the air. I've been looking actually for the statuses of CITR's kitchen sponge around here. But the bucket. So this is my seventh run through dealing with radio art. At one point I will do a bit more of a creation aspect, but the curatorial angle I consider to be important. Mostly because there have been artists have been doing this for over a century. Creating wonderful music by unconventional means. There's something we'll celebrate, so my approach to this is to almost root the entire experience into what a conventional radio station would sound like, save for the fact that we play highly experimental. Less unconventional sounds when you hear the regular mainstream station. Just imagine this as a mirror or a presentation of what's going on. So, sit back, relax. And let waves unpredictably So we start off with Ken Nordine, the legendary voiceover artist, narrator, disc jockey. One of my heroes. Although it's going to take me years for my voice to get to that level. And from the store opening of an allied high fidelity voice and vision, one April in Chicago, 1957, we heard the setup. It would be a live broadcast. Nordine's been known for doing things like word jazz in the 50s and 60s, whereby jazz music would play, and uh, he would provide poetry over top. He also was the vocal coach for Linda Blair in the 1973 film The Exorcist. He's been doing some NPR shows, but as of late, he's been posting weird YouTube bits, doing what he does, even composing his own music. Well worthwhile, Ken Nordine. And in the background here, as we set up the loop to happen once more, this is the local act, Mr. Ugly. And off of the 2015 album, Red Milk, of which I can only find a super old MySpace page. Yet, yet, 2015 music exists there. Wonderful. Off of Red Milk, we heard Head Milk. As to what other online presence they have, it's definitely buried because Mr. Ugly is also the name of Zimbabwe anti-beauty pageant, looking for the ugliest people out there. Somehow Robert Mugabe has not won that every year. So, Fluxus from whence 
24 hours of radio art is inspired by. The Fluxus movement started in the 50s, an international progression, mostly from France. I think it was an offshoot of the situation as international, but probably the best acts that we know associated with that were artists, Yoko Ono, a little bit of John Cage. And we'll actually get into one of John Cage's acolytes a little bit later. And we'll get a little vocal here at first before I can give you what the entire theme of what we're doing here. But uh, Beck, the musician you know, occasionally love, has been busy for over 25 years at this point with recorded material. His dad was a fluxist artist too. His name was Al Hansen. And uh, he was a bit of a multimedia person. I'm most familiar with his paintings, which tend to, uh, similar to Beck, take popular culture and remix it to a certain extent. So this piece originally was from 1980. As you can imagine, as you're about to hear, things have been slowed down with what technology was available, which is more tape-to-tape real. This also appears on the Dutch compilation Fluxus Anthology, 30th anniversary, 1962 to 1992. So without further ado, let's hear Al Hansen here with the intermediate L.A. Roadside Streetwise poetry. We'll go with some artists that definitely fit in with what's going on. And then, yeah, I'll fill you in on our major profiles since we're going to be dealing with two artists who passed away last year since the last 24 hours of where you are. My name's Gak. Get yourself ready here. We'll take it easy before the true noise starts up. 24 hours of radio art here on CITR. 101.9 FM. Thank 
Dear Mary, sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and wonder whether any of us would act as we do if we saw ourselves as others see us. Often I have heard the expression, be yourself. I suppose that is good advice, but a person should be sure of himself or herself before he takes this advice. We know, of course, that there are some people who find it very difficult to be themselves, especially when they are with a group of strangers. Still, this is the best time to be oneself, else we are apt to be misunderstood. This letter itself doesn't quite sound like me, myself, does it? Going back to nineteen eighty one. 81-81. That was Negative Land off of their sophomore album, Points. That was Dear Mary. At this point, Negative Land continue to do some music, but they've been losing some of their original members over time. Just in the past three years or so, in 2015, we lost Ian Allen. He's been with the band for quite some time. And then lead vocalist, as it were, in quotes, Don Joyce, who also was the uh, radio extension. A little something called Over the Edge. Last year, Volume 9, compiling some of the three-hour radio shows that have existed since 1981. was put out. It's called the Chopping Channel. You chop vegetables with a knife and within some of the releases for the chopping channel 
So my choices remains. Otherwise, in 2016, Richard Lyons passed away. So, we're down at this point to Mark Hosler, Peter Conheim, David Wills, and John Lydiger. An important part of what's become known as Plunderphonics, taking existing audio elements and putting it to a different context. Occasionally, some humor. Behind me, this is Jim Haynes on the 2013 compilation SMM OP8. This is Radio Sweden. Miss Haynes originally came from Louisiana, but in the 60s moved to London. They borrowed the underground and counterculture art scene there. So, the two key individuals that we will be profiling soon, not quite yet, as we go a lot along to work with. It would be the French composer and music concrete specialist Pierre Henri. He definitely has some ties to uh, some novelty music that's come out. But in his own regard, provided a lot of exciting music and qualify excitement being the type of music you're listening to. And then later on, before midnight, we'll look at the uh, Finnish experimental techno producer Mika Vainio. Both these acts, artists, individuals, human beings, passed away in 2017 since the last 24 hours of radio art occurred. So earlier I mentioned John Cage the important composers of 20th century music who specialized in indeterminate music in that the compositions were based on more random elements. He was a big practitioner of the Yi Ching. And during his time in New York in the 50s, he worked with a lot of the fluxists, but he also worked with a lot of the experimental musicians and composers available at the time since he was teaching at the university there. One of those was Morton Feldman. astute pianist, wonderful composer. He did his own music concrete. But when he died in 1987, he had one final piece that he had in place and ties into some of the chamber music he had done. We're going to listen to a 2011, sorry, a 2017 recording. There's a lot of individual songs with this name. Some information's here. We're going to listen to an excerpt. It's going to be about 16 minutes long. The original full piece is 73 minutes. With Mark Noop here on piano, Aisha Trasbayeva on violin, Bridget Carey on viola, on cello, Anton Lukosz Ebije. Here they are. It's a recording done in London in January last year of Morton Feldman's. Well, the piece is named instruments involved. This will be piano, violin, viola, cello.
recorded last January 10th at the Henry Wood Hall in London, England. On cello, Anton Lagosch-Biege, piano, along with mixing and editing by Mark Noop, viola, Bridget Carey, on violin, Aisha Orashbaeva. They were performing Morton Feldman's piano, violin, viola, cello. A 16-minute excerpt of a 73-minute piece. Early on, Feldman definitely employed a lot more of the music concrete effects and then abandoning a com compositional systems such as traditional harmony constraints or seal technique, but it was in the last decade of his life where he moved to long works similar to what we heard there, emphasizing the idea of slow pace, if not static, and then mostly very quiet sounds. In a 1982 lecture, Feldman indicated that quiet sounds had become the only ones he was interested in, noting, do we have anything in music, for example, that really wipes everything out, that just cleans everything away? He had married the Canadian composer Barbara Monk in 1987, but that was also the year that he died from pancreatic cancer in Buffalo, New York. He was 61 years old. In the background here, Vancouver's own No UFOs from last year's NULP for RS. The No UFOs long player for Root Strata, that label. This is some classic NU shit. My name's Gak. You're listening to 24 Hours of Radio Art here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Online at www.citr.ca. This is part of our annual tradition, celebrating unconventional sounds, different artistic merits, and a separation from the sounds you regularly hear on the radio. But this one day of the year, one of our favorite days here at the station. Now, when you think about the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, you don't really associate that with some of the sound effects from. The Hitchhiker's Guides of the Galaxy, both the original radio play and then the TV series. And of course, Doctor Who in the 60s and 70s. Spooky electronics and the sounds themselves will make you hide behind the couch. They were formed in 1958. They were disbanded in 1998, but there's been a new crop of people representing what's called the new Radiophonic Workshop. including some past collaborators like Patty Kingsland, Dick Mills, the newer folks like Peter Howell, Roger, Le oh, oh, sorry, Roger Lim was one of the originals, Mark Ayers, Kieran Pepper, and last year, they released their first new album since 1985's Doctor Who compilation. So, you're listening to a nice long piece here again from the Room 13 label, the album Burials and Several Earths. This is the Radiophonic Workshop with some hope of land.
For arts, one million and fifty. For arts, one million and fifty. To a higher thing. Tune into a higher frequency. You are now experiencing. You are now experiencing our money for our from the Radiophonic Workshop, no longer affiliated with the BBC despite their immense pedigree. That was Some Hope of Land, off of the 2017 album Burials in Several Earths, reaching original BBC Radiophonic Workshop composers Dick Mills, Roger Lim, Patty Kingsland, and Peter Howell, along with archivist Mark Ayers. Live, they're joined by drummer Kieran Pepper formerly of a prodigy, Dead Kids, and Outpatient, and then Bob Ireland from Clore. In 2012, the Arts Council England and BBC announced a joint venture by which the Radiophonic Workshop was revived as an online venture. Composer Matthew Herbert is the creative director. There's been a few commissions since then. This is affiliated with the Space Arts Project. I look forward to hearing what they come up with next, since when they disbanded in 1998, based on BBC cutbacks, and no real need anymore for music concrete and other electronic in-house music to be provided. They sort of kept up the spirit, taken from founders like Daphne Oram, legendary workshop artist Delia Derbyshire and then John Baker as well apparently they performed live it's a series of concerts spending over two and a half hours at some point it was recorded but it's never been released outside of amateur footage on YouTube and behind me this is the Severed Heads from Australia 1991's Cuisine with Piscatorial Listening to a slightly distorted quest for Oompapa. My name's Gak. You're listening now to Hour 18 of the CITR annual tradition since January 17th marks the birthday of art, as according to the Fluxists of the 60s. This is 24 Hours of Radio Art here at CITR 1.9 FM in Vancouver. My name's Gak. And we're going to deal with one of our first tributes to the recently deceased. A big person in the name of music concrete. It's a French term dealing with the idea of found music. So this is music not based on written forms for instruments to be formed on that way. Short and sweet of what's going on, this is sampling. And it's almost based on sampling of non-music to be made into music. Pierre-Georges Henri was born in Paris in 1927. And he studied with Nadia Boulanger, Olivier Messiaen, and Félix Passeron de Paris Conservatoire from 1938 to 1948. Upon graduation, he worked at the club Essay Studio at RTF 
funded by Pierre Schaeffer. And RTF is the French equivalent of the CBC, along with the BBC. And they actually created a radiophonic workshop before the BBC did. He wrote his first piece in 1950 called Symphony pour Homme Sud. He composed uh, some music concrete to appear in a commercial film in 1952 short, Astrologie, Le Miroir de la Vie. So he worked on various films and ballets. Well, most of us know him as the inspiration for the theme from the cartoon Futurama. This composer, Christopher Ting, was inspired by Henri's 1967 song, Psyche Rock, which appeared as the second track from his 1967 album, Nest pour le temps présent. Henri died July 5th last year. And in honor of his death, we're going to dig up something from 1969. Even though he had some connection with the inspiration for a 1953 opera. Experimental opera called Orphée Saint-Cortois. The first stage played with a music concrete soundtrack along with Pierre Chaffet again. But this comes from 1969. is the title track. You can also find this on a 2013 compilation, High Voltage, Giant Steps and Flashpoints in 20th Century Experimental and Electronic Sound. This was released in 2010 through the Doxy label. Great source of vinyl. Originally, this came out in 1969 through the Forex label. This will be Pierre Henri avec Le Voile d'Orphée. Le Voile d'Orphée. Please 24 hours. Very CITR. Thank you. Thank you. 
Zeus Protos Gineto, Zeus Ustatos Archikeraunos, Kainetis Protos Genetos, Tantagar Enzenos Megalu Tade, Somati Keitai. Zeus Protos Geneto, Zeus Ustatos, Argikeraos. Zeus Protos Geneto, Zeus Ustatos,
from 1969. That was Pierre-Henri with end of his life radio was more of where his home was, which circles back to the beginning of his career when he worked at ATF. He worked on some uh, Proust-based stuff in 1988, Capitostar Memoir, and some L'Autre Almo, Maldoror, Louis Tone in 1992, and then doing some remixes, such as the Dizien Symphonie de Beethoven, in other words, the 10th Symphony of Beethoven. Had some concert works for venues ranging from the Dijon Churches, presented the 2003 release Lumière, and in 2008, got it at the Centre that building with all the pipes. That was called the Monde La Serre. But he also wrote jingles for a tram system in Morehouse. He became called the Godfather Techno based on his music concrete. Sampling. Not necessarily to his satisfaction, but acts like Fatboy Slim, Marc Ducasse, Louis Morbit, and Dimitri from Paris cited him as an influence. Now, in the background here, this is Pharmacon, which is a noise project by Margaret Chardelet. Last year she put out her fourth album, Contact, but this appeared as part the Adult Swim singles series called Noise in 2016. I speak of Squall. My name is Gak. You're listening to 24 Hours of Radio Art here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And we get some Canadian content here. Kind of short little whimsical pieces. We get the spoken word again to anchor things. We'll start off with Antwood. Mysterious Canadian producer. And last year, through the Planet New label, he put out his second album called Sponsored Content, referring to the ethical quandaries that our modern social media have provided. As though we can't tell what has provided us for the benefit of the author or for that who's paying them. Wonderful album, definitely played it on my show, Exploded Headways in the past, but it was a short little track. You can definitely associate with things like London's PC music. And sponsored content, this will be Antwood with Sublingual. Thank 
She was flying, turning body from its down, without honor, without sound. Oh, oh, forgive her. Take it all down, portion river. Oh, oh, river. take From over on the island, Victoria, British Columbia, those are the purveyors of free will. Their 2016 release, Bridge to Here, through the wondrously nabled, nabled, labeled, named, however you would like to dictate how we entitle things. Again, those are the purveyors of free will within the valley of the Mesmer King. The purveyors of free will is the alias of Mark Anthony Brennan. started in 2014 with a single called The Folded World, which appeared on the 14 for 14 compilation. Combining electronic, dark folk, psych folk, weird, drone, and spoken word. Quality stuff. And if you want, take a look at the Baffled Octopi roster for more diverse sounds coming from the island. Now behind me, this is Dean Hurley. And from volume one of his anthology resource that came out this past August, I speak over the weighted room and then Coral Swim. And Dean Hurley is one of the sound architects that worked on the return of Twin Peaks, David Lynch's and Mark Frost's surreal soap opera. Although with their Showtime 18 episode run definitely felt like a sequel of sorts to the Twin Peaks prequel movie from 1992, Fire Walk With Me. Dean Hurley did a lot of the sound design. Also appeared with uh, two of the bands that played. Roundhouse, Bang Bang Bar, Roadhouse. Getting my labels mixed up here again. He also helped out with David Lynch in the past with the band Thought Forms, which appears on the soundtrack. He also produced some of David Lynch's music for albums worth since he started working with Lynch in 2006 for then Lynch's final film, The Inland Empire. And he runs a studio doing all matters of work with Lynch, commercials, TV, and old film pieces. Some of his music appears on one of the two other soundtracks that came out tied to Twin Peaks. And it's ignoring uh, Johnny Jewel's contributions via Windswept. I'm going to dig up one of the uh, themes associated with the power lines that appeared in uh, Series 3. It's going to be called Electricity 2. Dean Hurley here. Then we'll get into our Mika Vanyo profile. 24 hours for a new heart. We don't end at midnight. To 6 a.m.
For Art's one millionth and fifty second birthday, tune into a higher For Art's one millionth and fifty second you birthday, are now tune into a higher for hours of radio art on CIT. You are now experiencing FM 24 hours of radio art on CIT from around the world FM. Stay for more curated radio art from around the world.
just heard, and what I am now speaking over top of, this is C.M. von Hauschwolf of the 2006 album The Wonderful World of Male Intuition, a tribute of sorts to various acts as part of the modern music scene. This is Ouroboros for Vinio. Hauschwolf, a polymath, he's a composer, visual artist, and curator based in Stockholm. Works with a lot of recording devices, investigating electricity, frequency, architectural space, and paranormal electronic interference. A lot of his music is quite good. Some of his paintings have some questionable aspects. It's, uh, he has a painting that features, apparently, the ashes of Holocaust victims. The Martin Brader Gallery pulled that painting from Exhibition 2012. And that's basically most information you can find about Auschwitz. As for Vinio, mentioned the title there. That refers to Mika Vinio, who died in France this past spring at the age of 53. He was one half of the Finnish techno act Panasonic, later renamed Pansonic, after the Japanese electronics company found out about him. Grew up in southern Finland. And upon discovering a suicide album at a gas station, he turned into experimental music, although he actually had a bit of a punk scene for a while, but in the early 90s, he joined with Ilpo Weissenen. And for a long time, it was just those two as Panasonic, although there was a third that had joined them earlier. Working off homemade instruments with punishing, punishing sounds. We're going to dig up a song off of an album that first came out posthumously last year. This is now Mika Vainio off of Riat. This is Horse Can Stand. Okay, for real this time, this is Horse Can Stand. Another song is already planned for the show. We snuck in there. Look for Arthur Krieger if you want to do that. But that won't make my mind. Horse Can Stand.
Picatapio. Tapio. Oh, Picatapio Vainio. Full name there. Uh, we started off off his posthumous release from 2017, Riat, Horse Can Stand. And then from the soundtrack to the 2016 experimental film, Manarlata. Lovely people checking into a hotel and then disappearing at times, resurfacing other times. We heard Vainio with Ezin Pirana Magnetea Batsalani. Knights, the magnets, called me. That's a rough translation. And behind me, this is Mike Gavagno along with Joaquin Nordwall, 2013's Monstrous. I speak over live at the Roman Cathedral. There was a new release by Vagno due out later this week. He'll be collaborating with Alba Noto and Ryoji Ikida, but this dates back from a 2002 live performance. I'm not sure how much else is in the Vainio vault. Before his death, April 13th in France, Vainio had been looking at some previous recordings for re-release, including some time with what I mentioned earlier. His kind of proto-punk, but more just like late industrial band, Gagarina Combanati. As I think right now, talking off the top of my head, I believe that album actually did come out. Along with working with Sami Salo and Ilpo Basin, and I know also worked with acts like Alan Vega, Vladislav Dinay, Think about Finej, Christian Zanessi, John Duncan, Uchio Capici, list goes on. Some more ambient works appeared under the O with a slash through it. They also recorded under Gento Levi, Filus. Vanyo died at the age of 53. They missed. Anyways, that's going to be it for my portion. 24 hours of radio art. Stay tuned to CITR for the next six hours. Up next, Eleanor Waring presents the idea of voicemail with a piece called Please Leave a Message After the Tone. Some other things popping up. See, Alex Kim has something lined up at 12:30. Jonathan Q, most of queued up, will take over at 1 a.m. Hour and a half of mystery. Otherwise, from 2 to 5, it's Peter Quartmarsh, the man who started 24 Hours of Radio Hour here at CITR 30 years ago with the absolute value of insomnia. The live stream of experimental sound. Once 24 Hours of Radio Art is done, give it a little bit of time, we should have all the appropriate shows lined up on our special page on the website. Let's see how it goes. There goes me back in my proper chair Monday night, 7 p.m., exploding at movies. Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating in your own way. In honor of Art's 1 million, 55th I know somewhere we had it recorded as 52nd, but 1963, 2018. God, I'll speak bad at Millionaire years. Can't always count. Take care of yourselves.
will. Don't forget to be kind, passionate, willing to question everything you listen to. Ciao for now. momentous occasion, CITR will be transmitting 24 hours of radio art. Put on your art party hat and celebrate with artists all over the world by tuning into 101.9 FM in Vancouver or CITR.ca. Audio experimentation and sonic subversion, 24 hours of radio art, January 17th on CITR. Our radio station. Please enter your PIN, then press the pound key. If this is not your mailbox, press the star key.